a Podcast One production. Your Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling. Good morning. Thank you for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Thursday, the 26th of November. And in breaking news this morning, one of the world's greatest footballers has passed away. Diego Maradona has died of a heart attack aged just 60. The Argentinian inspired his country to World Cup glory in 1986, but he battled drug addiction and suffered serious health issues. He also recently had brain surgery after a blood clot. Tributes are pouring in from right around the world this morning for Maradona, and we'll have more details coming up shortly in sport. And also breaking this morning, there are reports that British-Australian academic Kylie Moore-Gilbert has been released from jail as part of a prisoner swap. Iranian state media outlets say Miss Moore-Gilbert has been freed in exchange for three Iranians held abroad. Australian authorities are yet to confirm the details. The former Melbourne University lecturer has been detained for more than two years in Iran after being sentenced on espionage charges. It's been revealed that more than 3 million Australians have applied to access their super through the government's early access scheme, with more than 1 million accessing it twice. New data shows the withdrawals are on track to reach $36 billion by the end of the year. And as debate continues over forcing passengers to get a vaccine if they want to travel overseas, the federal government is now reportedly considering a plan that if overseas travellers don't get the jab, they could be forced into hotel quarantine at their own expense. And the Duchess of Sussex has revealed she suffered a miscarriage earlier this year in a newspaper article she's written for the New York Times. 39-year-old Meghan Markle has opened up about the loss she and Prince Harry suffered, saying, quote, she knew as she clutched her firstborn child that she was losing her second. In the moving article, the Duchess says she wants to break the silence around a tragedy that is experienced by many but talked about by few. Now for a look at what else is making news this Thursday morning around the country. Firstly to Sydney, and a businesswoman is still missing after disappearing from her multi-million dollar home in Sydney's east almost two weeks ago. Our reporter, Siobhan Caulfield, has more. That's right, Tash. Detectives say they're working on a number of theories as they investigate the disappearance of Sydney businesswoman Melissa Caddick, who hasn't been seen for almost two weeks after going for a morning jog without her belongings. One of those theories is that the mother of one staged her own disappearance with revelations the cameras on her Dover Heights property stopped working days before she went missing. One detective has told the Daily Telly maybe she just doesn't want to be found. In the lead-up to her disappearance, the 49-year-old's wealth management business was placed under investigation by a corporate watchdog and her home had been raided by Australian Federal Police. Her friends and family are pleading for answers while officers say the priority is finding her as they're worried for her welfare. In Adelaide, there are concerns over the COVID cluster in South Australia with a female student at Woodville High School testing positive to coronavirus. The school is now closed until further notice 
with contact tracing now underway. In Melbourne, there are calls for a better voucher system to help local businesses hit hard by COVID to get back on track. James Lake has the details. Thank you, Tash. Yes, the Victorian government's been asked to go back to the drawing board and come up with a better vouchers program for the state. Hospitality and tourism operators say Melbourne's been completely ignored in the new voucher program which offers Victorians 120,000 vouchers worth $200 each, but only if they spend $400 on accommodation, attractions or tours, and only in regional Victoria. Business groups want a similar program to New South Wales, where every adult in the state scores four vouchers worth $25, two for dining and two for entertainment venues. And parts of Australia are bracing for severe heatwave conditions over the next few days, with temperatures in some areas between 15 to 20 degrees above their November average. Our reporter, James Royce, has more. It is ridiculous, Tash, with tops of up to 48 expected in remote northern parts of South Australia, or places like Mildura and Swan Hill in Victoria, are bracing for highs around 45 by Saturday. Temps in the low 40s are on the forecast for Western Sydney on the weekend. And again on Tuesday, Dean Narimore at the Bureau says this is very unusual for spring. And it is quite likely we see a number of locations approach or exceed November maximum temperature record. So it is going to be very hot with some areas approaching the mid to high 40s. Now let's check in the latest in business and finance news this Thursday morning. We're joined by Peter Switzer from switzer.com.au. Good morning, Peter. The Australian share market, gosh, it's had a great November. Yep. The Australian market is a nine-month high, and November so far has turned out to be the best month ever for the ASX 200 index. During yesterday's trade, our market was only 6.7% off the all-time high reached before the coronavirus came to town, which means we are close to wiping out the dramatic stock market losses back in February and March. Government stimulus, low interest rates, Wall Street giving the Biden victory a tick of approval, success fighting COVID and a great vaccine news story run lately has helped the market rebound. And this will be great news for our super funds. Sensational recovery on the market. And Peter, also this morning, the Brits have shown the economic cost of failing the COVID-19 test, and it's huge. The Brits are set to borrow £394 billion this year, or 19% of GDP, which is the highest level in peacetime history, and it gets down to failing the coronavirus fighting test. The British economy is forecasted to contract by 11.3% this year, according to the Office of Budget Responsibility. Here in Australia, in April, we were expected to contract by 10%, but by June, it was down to 4.5%, and our economy could even end up shrinking by less than that, given the latest run of great economic data. As of Wednesday morning, the UK has recorded more than 1.5 million cases of COVID-19 and 55,935 deaths and currently is in lockdown until December 2. And Peter, there's been lots of controversy and conversations about super funds and whether we can access them or not. And now there may be a plan that young Australians may one day be able to borrow their deposit for a home by accessing their own super. It's unbelievable, isn't it? Young Australians may one day be able to borrow the entire deposit for their first home 
at 0% from their own super funds. That idea has come out of the government's retirement income review that could be at the heart of a super political war that might end up being the battlefield for the next federal election. Stand by as the industry super fund sector and Labor fight this idea while the Morrison government is currently testing the waters with the voting public. Interesting times ahead, Peter. Thank you. Now let's check sport with Brett Thomas and Brett. As we reported earlier this morning, the death of a sporting giant who's been described as a troubled genius. Good morning, Tash. That is a good way to describe Diego Maradona, the football legend, arguably the greatest player of all time. As you said, died of a heart attack overnight in Argentina at just 60 years of age. He had battled a number of health issues over the years, almost died of a cocaine overdose uh, 20 years ago, but most recently had surgery to remove a blood clot on his brain. He famously led Argentina to World Cup glory back in 1986. Two goals against England were very infamous. One called the hand of God where the ball touched more of his hand than it did his head. And the second goal where he dribbled past half of the England team. Now, Argentine's president, Alberto Fernandez, has declared three days of national mourning after that news that Diego Maradona passed away. One of the other players considered the greatest of all time, Pelé, is one of the first to pay tribute to Maradona. He says, certainly one day will kick a ball together in the sky above. So Diego Maradona passing away just uh, just 60, which is quite young. But as you said, Tash, a lot of health issues uh, over the years. He was sensational on the field. Now the Women's Big Bash League semis kicked off last night. It was Melbourne Stars against the Perth Scorchers, both games being played at North Sydney Oval. The Stars hadn't been in the semi-finals for six seasons, but they look like the more experienced campaigners last night, coasting to victory thanks to their leg spinner, Alana, Ken- uh, Alana King, I should say, not Alana Kennedy, but uh, she was sensational, taking three for 16, uh, removing all three of uh, Perth's top order. That uh, set the target of just 125, which the Stars chased down with 22 balls to spare, and Alana King Named player of the match. This is an unbelievable performance. Um, we've been in the in the rough for the last five years, but to come this year, finish on top of the table in the round games, and then now through to the final, it's unbelievable. And yeah, you can't like this smile from my face. <laughs> so into the grand final, and they can sit back and watch the other semi tonight. That is Brisbane Heat against Sydney Thunder. And Country New South Wales set to be the big winner when the NRL releases the full fixture for next season. This is great news, Brett. It is, Tasha. That full fixture is coming out today and we know some things about it and one of them is that we'll have six games in country New South Wales from next season. Uh, we'll have the Sharks going to Coffs Harbour, Manly in Mudgee and the Tigers hosting a game in Tamworth. The opposition we don't know as yet. That'll be revealed today. Uh, Peter Volandis, who of, of course is the ARL Commission Chairman, says it's about growing the game in regional areas. And there's no better way than to inspire young kids to participate than to see their heroes at their home grounds. We believe that this will increase participation on all levels for rugby league in the country area. It's a very, very important part of our strategy moving forward in reinvigorating country race and country rugby league. Almost said country racing, of course, <laughs> in his role as uh, the chairman of Sydney Racing. And now he's also confirmed that Origin will return to a mid-season series and he threatened to take the grand final to Brisbane if the New South Wales government doesn't follow through uh, on an $800 million pledge to upgrade four suburban stadiums. That's great news for regional Australia. Brett, thank you very much. Thank you, Tash. 
And as we prepare for those heatwave conditions tomorrow and over the weekend, let's check out the temps around the country for this Thursday morning. Firstly to Brisbane, mostly sunny with a top of 30 degrees expected today, 29 and sunny for Sydney. Melbourne becoming sunny, a high of 20 degrees today. Possible shower developing in the national capital, 30 degrees for Canberra. Partly cloudy, 20 degrees for Hobart. Adelaide sunny and 33. Perth sunny and 26. And a shower or two developing with a possible storm for Darwin and a high of 35. And how does paying to go to an Aussie beach this summer sound? Well, that's the plan from Lifesavers, but wait for it. It's all for a great cause, saying thank you to our many wonderful volunteers. The new Adopt an Hour campaign encourages beachgoers to donate $1 for every hour they spend on the sand this summer. To recognise the 1.4 million hours surf life-saving volunteers dedicate every season in keeping us and our beaches safe. You can go to the website adoptanhour.com.au to find out more details or to donate. And that's all you need to know to start your day with your morning agenda. In your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning, please rate and review and you can also follow us on your socials at Your Morning Agenda on Instagram. I'm Natasha Belling. Thank you so much for your company. Have a great day and we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.